Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. Technology. Technology. There's a lot of it. There's a hell of a lot of it. There and is. It's out there to get us. But it's <laughs> our job as the, as the parents, the protective parents, to protect, educate and steer our children throughout this forest this woodland and like anything man it's it it's such a minefield like you can see you can see the benefits of all of 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 smartphones and tablets and this that and the other thing yeah um but moderation is like so so key right yeah i mean yeah you just jumped straight into that uh, that 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 area of technology, um, we could literally just do a whole chat <laughs> talk about this. So, yeah, I mean, it, but it's really difficult. I mean, it's very difficult when you turn around. I know people have different techniques and you, you're limiting screen time and what have you. And whilst I do agree with that, I personally have, I feel that my agenda is with what is on the screen rather than how much time they have on the screen. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I find that screen time can be educational. It can be, do you know what I mean? It can be relaxing, blah, blah. It can be many things. And so, um, yeah, so that's kind of, whilst I do agree, you know, they can't just be on in front of the screen all the time. You know, you need to get them out of the house. They need to be out getting some fresh air. They need to be out doing exercise. You know, it's getting that balance, like you say. But I also think that actually what is on the screen is 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 the most important thing from from my perspective in of monitoring what my children are doing or what is actually on the screen. If I can, mm-hmm. yeah, if, if I can make that time, that screen time that they're having actually, um, educational for example that's great you know 20 minutes of number blocks or alpha blocks or something like that is brilliant mm. do you know what i mean you know my boys you know the boys are learning maths you know and etc cetera, etc cetera. so um as opposed to watching despicable me you know an hour and a half of despicable me which is which is legitimately you know that's absolutely fine do you know what i mean but like there is a big difference yeah. between the two you know yeah i mean it's it's fun time it's it's you know potentially some nice uh connective time for a movie night or something but you don't really take an awful lot away from that do you um no. depending on the movie i guess but no I, i'm with you like we we've always been quite have we been reluctant maybe a little bit we've been quite patient and quite casual with like introducing that to to the children and um and inevitably whether you like it or not it it's going to find them eventually um oh, yeah. because that's that's just how like education is somewhat kind of 
um, augmented that way now. It's, it includes technology. And I think if you kind of, if you sort of deny um, any sort of tech to kids, eventually they might start falling behind because it's like, well, that's, it's part of it. You know, you, so you have to kind of really um, include it and, and design what they, what they digest and how, you know? Yeah, I think it's inevitable because they see us on our phones all the time. Mm. Like literally what mummy and daddy are constantly on the phone if they're not talking to family or, you know, they're on, do you know what I mean? They're, they're answering emails or, you know, WhatsApp or what have you. So you know what it's like, 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 like toddlers get to know how to navigate your phone before, you know, it's one of the first things they can do. It's, it's, it's mind boggling how they can work it out. And then what's really scary is when they remember your pin code. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, are you speaking from experience there has something yes, terrible exactly. happened <laughs> yeah, yeah so um so you know we use technology they mimic us they watch us they mirror what we do so they are going to be interested they're going to want to know they're going to want to get their hands on your phone basically that's what happens mm. um the thing is is that we were quite i was quite um reluctant to get like a, a, a like an ipad for them or anything like that do you know what i mean i was i i did i like you i was a little bit like no um I, you know i preferred them to play with the physical toys you know the lego the the duplo the the train tracks blah 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 and i didn't want them to be in front of screens all the time like you say and then it was a couple of christmases ago we were doing Christmas down in Cornwall. And so where we were living at the time was like, it was, it was a good four and a half, five hour drive yeah, yeah, yeah. down for Christmas. And we've done that, you know, rent out an Airbnb and then family are coming to all together from all over the country, blah, 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 you know, that sort of thing. Anyway. Um, and so Sylvie and I just kind of discussed, <laughs> discussed, discussed Christmas and basically said, why not rather than us buying each other presents like you know as we do um why do we not just club together and spend the money that we'd spend on each other on buying an ipad and we'll get it before christmas so then we can have an ipad in the car for the journey going to cornwall for the boys smart move um yeah and it 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 works you know netflix whatever we just downloaded you know disney plus downloaded some couple of films a few films and what have you and bluey and you know whatever and that's it the kids were entertained in the car you know uh, for the for a long journey and we were literally driving down going this is just the best decision we've ever made sort of thing it's made <laughs> car journeys so much easier and to be fair it still is like we still use it in the car um and um yeah, and the boys boys play the iPad all the time, and we're, I was actually quite surprised. Is that yes, the, the the you know the original intention was to be able to put like movies on for a lot of car journeys and what have you. But then we actually realised there are quite a lot of apps, for example, that are really good for children to play with. Like there is a Crayola Create and Play, which mm. is on the Apple um, the Apple Arcade, I think it is, um, and it's a huge game but it's all it's all about creating it's all about drawing it's all about colors it's all about coloring in creating 3d objects like it's just absolutely brilliant like just so uh, hours and hours and hours of fun creating you know designing drawing creating models etc etc um and um yeah i mean that app alone has made it worth it do you know what i mean like like the hours and hours of fun um so um yeah it is the gift that keeps on giving you know like we we we, we it gets used every day i mean i don't know what that says about 
our parenting but like it does get used every day basically um but yeah um that was you know that is still staple for a long journey it's like make sure you've got the ipad you know and they, they can watch yeah. something because you know kids do they get bored if you're in a car for three hours doing a long journey they're just bored yeah. and you squabble and so I you mean, need that, to be able to entertain them you know that especially is is a long old trip so like you know if, if you don't have something with a with the longevity of of exactly that, where movies are involved, which you know easily hour and a half, two hours, and get through two of those, and you've done the trip. But yeah, I've been quite surprised at uh, how um, how long it's taken us to kind of even get to the fence. I think we're now on the fence, and we're okay. about to sort of make a decision to think. Right, okay, I think we can go the next the next level now. Because it's only mm. recently that we bought uh, a SNES Mini. You know, you and I both work in games and we're big gamers. And it's like, I've always wanted that in the house. I've always wanted to play those games with my children. Uh-huh. I can't wait to do that. That's amazing. They were yeah. never going to have, you know, never going to have PS4, 5s or whatever. Never this sort of top-end stuff. It's like, start safe, nice, safe environment, fun, mm-hmm. top-quality games on a system that is, like, arguably as, as robust as any kid's toy. <laughs> like my yeah, poor yeah. SNES Mini. I mean, I say my. I mean, I I did buy it for the kids, but it's you can't see on the pod. It sits over there on my shelf, uh, and it comes out when it gets called upon. But like it's, it has been, th- it's been thrown around and pulled out of the sockets and all sorts, and it just chugs along just like you'd expect <laughs> SNES to. It's an absolute beast. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, we're we're that- go on. It's just, it's truth be known, I am slightly envious of your little SNES Mini. I've got to be honest. Like, <laughs> on. I was, I was hoping, I hope Sylvie was going to get me one for my birthday or Christmas, but no, it didn't happen. But you know, are you, are you now, are you now hoping that Sylvie listens to this podcast? Might be listening to this message, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but, but like what you said then, though, I think um, you know we're for this year we're planning more um, sort of UK based uh, road trips and, and weekends away and stuff. Um, and I want the kids to play apps. I want them to play good educational apps that are going to like yeah. increase some skill I, I love the creativity that arlo especially seems to have at the minute. he loves drawing loves coloring loves painting all this kind of stuff and it's mm-hmm. like great let's give him more of that and yeah. like you know slightly push it down a digital road a little bit where like i mean you know being totally selfish there's no there's no mess involved with that there's no paint on the chairs or this mm-hmm. on that and it's super super clean and convenient um and and hopefully you know something is maybe harnessed there or at least encouraged and you kind of teach them and show them what creativity is and what it can be. And then also like it's the use of the device itself, isn't it? You know, it's the use of like saving something, turning it on, swapping between this and that. And all those things are super important. And and the technology is based off of how children learn anywhere, I believe, is it not? Yeah, 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 totally. Well, that's why the whole touchscreen technology, how children find it so easy to navigate um, around our smartphones, you know? I guess Um, it's funny when when you see adults still struggling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, watching my my dad, you know, hello, dad, watching him with his very first smartphone. My dad's a carpenter. He's got hands like blimmin' Odin or something. (laughs) (laughs) Huge hands. Watching him trying to use a smartphone was one of the funniest things. It's like an elephant trying to use, you know, chopsticks (laughs) or something. Um, Love you, Dad. But yeah, it's gone. Yeah, no, I think um, just going back to, you know, when you talk about the the, the gaming side of things, because you're right, like the the apps and what have you that are educational, you know, blah, blah, blah. that there is a place for that and it's a it's it should be front and center but then there's obviously there's 
games um and where it is um uh, the, the a, a physical skill or strategy that they're trying to trying to learn do you know what i mean so you yeah. know you have your power defense type games which is strategizing trying to understand weaknesses and strengths and upgrading and the cost you know the the um risk rewards sort of balancing games you know that's all cognitive stuff that's all stuff they're they're absorbing you know um um but then obviously the physical things is that the physical skills i i mean and and this is the most the most basic level like we we have a switch um a nintendo switch and we play mario kart obviously we talked about before but we we play mario kart often um and mario kart is one of those brilliant examples where they've managed to create a game and um create it so that you can tailor it to aid the individual depending on their skill level right the way down to my three-year-old is able to do rate a race with the five-year-old with mm. myself and with sylvie do you know what I mean? the four of us and that's in an incredible feat that you can have a game a video game that you're competing against and the three-year-old is is as engaged as everyone else yeah. if that and makes they've, sense they've legit got a chance to win and, and yeah. compete as well yeah 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 it's, yeah. it's it's amazing and that that is amazing absolutely amazing i mean you know you got things like you know when the Wii was like the Wii bowling and what have you that was great for you know getting the whole family of all ages and and mario kart i feel is the same thing with the switch um so anyway yeah um so much so they end up buying a steering wheel on ebay for cheap um <laughs> like, as you know and uh, my three-year-old loves it it actually makes it even easier because it's like it's got suckers that you stick it onto the table so yeah, yeah. rather than holding a controller balancing it I'm, I'm motioning as though people can see what i'm doing but you can imagine it's just a, it's a it's a toy but it's a steering wheel toy that sticks to the table and and you can use it for mario kart it's genius absolutely genius mm -hmm. and the three-year-old loves it to the point where he won't let me put it away it has to stay on the table in the lounge even though we're not playing mario kart it just has to be there you know if you like, take it away like you, you're messing up the whole cockpit like you're, you're, <laughs> you're messing up the poor kid's arranged cockpit you know he's probably got the imaginary pedals there the gear stick the nitros booster or something it's like and, it, and, and a whole bag full of red shells behind him you can't yeah, move that yeah. stuff man <laughs> yeah exactly it's true but yeah so that's, uh, anyway that's, that's yeah. a good point i mean that's We've played a lot of Mario Kart, but not your Mario Kart. We've played the original that comes on as part of the SNES Mini. And there are yeah. plenty of things. Um, I guess this is one drawback from the SNES Mini, of course, trying to, <laughs> trying to play any racing game with uh, Arlo's now five, and even Aoife has a go sometimes as well. You know, there's only so many times you can watch someone go around in a circle, right? <laughs> there's only <laughs> and, you're, you know, it, it teaches them left from right super, super quick. Um, but it's like, eventually, you're like, if we play one of those 2D platformer games where you can just run in a straight line, should we do that? And I think that's why Arda's gotten so good at Donkey Kong Country. Like, he's super good at that. Really, really good. But um, you're right. I think the, the advancements in that series alone, Mario Kart alone, mm. it is an incredible achievement to kind of place any age, any age yeah. demographic within that race. Anyone's mm. got a chance. And, of course, yeah. the fun is at the forefront of that, right? It's about having yeah. fun, having a blast, enjoying the hell out of this thing, and yeah. knowing that anybody can win, and especially you as the experienced dad gamer that you are, you know that you're up against it because the yeah. game will always, you know, give the yeah. other guys a boost if they're right at the very end or whatever, you know. So yeah, exactly. It's, I, it's yeah, no, it's, it's it's yeah, it's brilliant. I think um, 
yeah, that's that's that'll be staple entertainment from the family for years to come, I think. But um, um I mean, like, moving slightly away from from touch screens and consoles, the other bit of technology that <laughs> that I wanted to talk about because it was a real surprise to me was. I'll say, do I say, I want to say it loudly just to, just to screw with anyone listening. Alexa, um, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to mess with that in a minute as well. If anyone is doing that, I got a great one. So, so basically, um, we've got the echo, the, the screen, I can't remember what you call it now. Is it, is it echo? There's the, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, it's in the kitchen. So we have it so that, um, I've got it. So I've got some smart plugs and smart lights so i like i'll turn on the lights with alexa in um what have you anyway um but the boys found it really entertaining when you're asking alexa to i don't know you're putting radio on or turn the lights on or you know anything and they would start trying to talk to alexa and they'll start saying it themselves and 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 so we'll do th- fun things like alexa how many days till christmas and then it will mm. tell you how many days and then there's a joke from father christmas and that sort of thing um but then there's loads of things like you know you turn and say alexa do an uh, do an elephant noise and then it does elephant noises and then you and then so then that's it for like next half an hour they're all giggling you know because this they're talking to this machine that's doing these animal noises back to it do you know what i mean so um yeah alexa's been like in a fun side of things like it's, it's been it's been great but also on a practical side of things we've used Ale- i've used alexa a lot for the shopping list so you know when you're like when you're with the babies you're doing na- you know nappies and you know when you don't know you're Head, I'm, I was going to swear, but Jerry, you're you're just running on vapors. You're yeah. you've hardly had any sleep, and there's so many extra things you got to think about. And and then I don't know, you run out of nappies, or you run out of formula, or you run out of whatever. And I was able to go, Alexa, add nappies to the shopping list. And mm-hmm. then literally, I do that. And it was the one one thing I've done over and over again is that then and then when I go to the shops, I'll just open up my Alexa app on my phone, and I'll have all the shopping lists that I'll know, mm-hmm. and I won't forget anything. That's been a really useful tool for me um, when you just your hands are tied. You can't, you know, you don't want to forget that you've run out of something using the Alexa shopping list. That that's been really quite useful. I mean, yeah. slight touching, but yeah, no, it's, it's not at all. I mean, it's it's all linked because. We do those things, but I mean, I'm somewhere in the middle. I I, I enjoy, I, I write a lot of notes. So I'll have a lot of notes in my note app on my phone and stuff. Whereas Katrina will quite happily write them down on a piece of paper. I mean, damn, who does that anymore? My goodness me. So I'll always see just like post-its and bits of paper, just like of three weeks ago's food list or something, you know, um, so we're, we're a bit of a weird family like that. Um, but I mean, it's, it's, it, it's twofold, isn't it? So, like, there's of course technology that is in and around and will directly impact and and enhance a child's learning, perhaps. And there's also the other elements of you know things that allow parents to apply a life hack. I love life hacks. Anything that kind mm-hmm. of just slips in with minimal effort and just makes my day even slightly easier. Yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, just yeah. the slightest of things. Anything that improves your efficiency is what yeah. I love. Anything that improves your efficiency, I'm like, I'm all up. I'm all up for that. Totally, totally yeah. behind it. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, perhaps that might be the kicker for us. Maybe you know, I've said we're on the fence, and perhaps like that'll be the first thing. And I love the fact that you mentioned you've got that rigged up to smart lights and things like that as well. Um, yeah. 
gone are the days where you'd like you'd have the sort of eighties thing of clapping. You'd walk into a room and go. To be fair, I have one, uh, like the light bulb in the boy's bedroom. And there's one surefire way of stopping the bedtime routine is start messing with the light bulb color and stuff like that. That's it. They're just kids are like, ping, like this is the greatest fun ever. Like that's it. We're not going to bed for another hour. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's useful. Technology is useful. Um, how do I put it? Like, it can be useful, but it can be a distraction in that sense. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. sometimes you go, oh, that'll, that'll be a great idea. But to be fair, having a light bulb that changed color in the boy's bedroom, you know, when do you use that? You, when you first buy it and then you realize that yeah. the boys get yeah. too excited before bed and see so never do it again. But I think the other thing that, well, I, like literally 10 minutes before we started, we, we, we started talking about things. I was, I was just, I was going through my head about you know because basically like you say that technology we use it it's just surround we're, we're surrounded by it you know just it's constantly whichever way you look and then i was like but when we were first parents and you're scrambling around in the dark effectively you know when you're like how to be a parent how to look after your baby how to keep your baby alive and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff you know yeah and then and then it's a really it's a really steep learning curve in terms of what tools you need and what tools work for your baby, et cetera, et cetera. So one of the things that what somebody recommended me um, was the grow clock. Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's the clock that basically changes colors, you know, so at nighttime it's blue and the face goes orange when it's, um, you know, when you set the time for it, effectively the alarm, you know, um, at six o'clock in the morning or what have you. And that was a really useful bit of technology. Like, like basically because children can't, you say, don't get up before such and such a time that, you know what I mean? You can't, they yeah. can't read. They've they got no concept of time. Yeah. So by having a grow clock that then you're able to set and then the color and, and there's the, basically you have stars going around it. So you can see the stars counting down before the end. So basically there is ways, there's visual representation of how far in the night they've gone. Do you know what I mean? And, and how long it is before they have to, before they're allowed to get out of bed basically. So that was a really useful tool for when the, when the boys were toddlers basically um it helped it did help and the other one was obviously that everybody has is baby monitors mm-hmm. like we now we had the video screen monitor um you know like that ha- that would trigger whenever there was a sound you know you put the camera in the bedroom and and then you take the monitor downstairs with you into the lounge and then you know at first when there's ever any noise and the the, the screen com- lights up you, you're both like <gasps> What is it? What is it? What is it? Where's the baby? Is it baby? I can't see him. Is it, where, where is he? Oh, he's at the other end. That's okay. It's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, um, so it's a kind of a bit of a double edged sword because you end up finding yourself just staring at the screen all evening at first, you know, watching your yeah. baby. You may as well be in the bedroom. Do you know what I mean? Like literally you're just staring at the, the monitor anyway, but that was a really useful tool. Like it was the peace of mind of like, you can check and just see, and even it has the talk functionality to be able to press the button if they're stirring and you can talk to them through the through the camera that's in the room. I didn't know they did that i mean that, yeah. that, that doesn't surprise me that that has that feature like the more you spend the more yeah. features you get but yeah i didn't know i didn't know that and that was a great yeah, idea. You know, it was really really good it was just a simple you know simple almost like a usb camera that you put in the bedroom um that and then the monitor would uh, it'd be a screen and then obviously you'd have the audio and it would trigger when there was any sort of noise 
um, and then you'd have a button to be able to talk through. The, it had a little little speaker on the microphone to be able to talk to the baby. So you know you can just calm the baby down. You know if it just starts stirring. That we used that for Fox and we used that for Kit, and then it uh, it started giving up the ghost um, when Kit was I don't know. Uh, eight months nine months old and so i was trying to find different alternatives like you know with the smartphone you know it's like you know you've got you know with the ring doorbells and all that sort of stuff that, and i was like there's got to be technology now that i can use along with my smartphone like to be able to there's got to be an app on my smartphone that i hook up to a camera in the bedroom you know and then I, I couldn't find i couldn't find anything that really did the same as what the baby monitor did. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't mm. anything that would be able to alert me or do you know what I mean? It just didn't work. I did I I wasn't able to find the equivalent in via apps, you know, using my smartphone. Um yeah, yeah. but you know, maybe time times have changed now. But yeah, I mean that that that's probably some of the the best money I've ever spent was on a, a, a baby monitor, basically. Um, you yeah. just can't live without it, you know? The, these things sometimes kind of pick themselves, don't they? Like, um, you can spend loads of money on the best thing, but it may work. It may, it might not. You, you, yeah. there's, there's always an element of chance to, I mean, case in point, actually, we've, we, we, we've, we've, it's highly documented on this world renowned podcast that uh, sleep was a challenge for us in the Walker household. <laughs> um, but touch wood, touch wood, touch all the wood doesn't seem to be that much of a challenge at the minute. Now that I've said that, I'm going to eat these words. You tomorrow, not I'm have sure, said okay? that out loud. But, I can't but, but um, this is the first time in five years, man, five years where both kids sleep through. And the, the, the change that's brought that uh brought that upon us is like we had a grow clock and i don't ever remember it working or being effective at all like it was fun you'd have it on you'd you know be this color then that color uh color and and it would be fun for the kids to sort of interact with and that's that's what it became it became a thing that they would almost just play with so we'd set it we'd set the time okay. set the lights and that and they would just either turn off to pull the plug out and it just it would reset the thing and it's like well yeah. the whole thing would unravel they also had a very basic, not very expensive nightlight, which is just a simple thing with three color modes and then a fourth button yeah. to make the thing rotate, right? Yeah. And yeah. we had that. Um, that was effective for a bit, but then just ended up in a cupboard. Yeah. That same yeah. nightlight came out after about two and a bit years, literally being sat in a cupboard. And it's been the most, one of the most effective things in recent memory because where we've changed things slightly with Aoife, she's now back in her bed. She stays there. She sleeps through. Touch wood, touch wood, touch all the wood. Yeah. Um, but the, the game changer is that. And Arlo likes it as well because, of course, it sends stars and moons and things around the, around the ceiling. So we plonk that on the landing. And, you know, not so much Arlo, but Aoife will, will wake up once or twice during the night. But she sees that, recognizes that the room is the same. It's how it was when she went to sleep. And she goes back to sleep. Nice. And you hear, like, you've heard that. Like, kids... When the when the environment and the atmosphere changes, if you stay with them and they wake up and you're not there, that's going to freak them out. And a lot yeah. of the time, from our experience, that was that was always the case with Aoife. That's what we were fighting for so so long. But that, yeah. but the little nightlight, which has been again like the snares mean, has been thrown down the stairs, has been trodden on, like the plastic <laughs> cover that has all the cutouts of all the stars. Like it looks like a blooming crater. It's just inward, yeah, but it yeah, still yeah. rotates and the stars still pop out onto the ceiling. So. That's, you know, old tech, if you can hold on to it, 
you know, you never know with kids when something might land and it might become super effective again or more so than it was the first time. That's true, actually. Yeah. It's, t- it's about timing, you know, just because it doesn't work for your child when they're 18 months old doesn't mean that they won't work when they're two years old. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. All, they're, they're constantly changing. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, because we had, we had this, we had a very similar one. And it worked for a while, but then it we we I almost found it too stimulating for for them. I think at one point, I think we just sacked mm. it off. I can't remember why, but I think that's that's really... the line you tread, isn't it? It's it's great to have yeah. all these things, but um, where do you draw that line of making sure that the the sleep space is a relaxing space and it's calm yeah. and it's quiet and all the rest of it? And, and just on this on off the back of what I was just talking about just then, we've um, I think we've referenced this. Um, this other the computing pod um before and i forget the name now but it's the the guy from tom from mcfly his wife does a very very good podcast and she you know focuses all on children it's a children podcast but there's also available on spotify she's got a bunch of a whole playlist of really beautiful music it's i know we've talked about like We've talked about, um, you know, pop songs, even Foo Fighters being made into lullabies and stuff, which is mm-hmm. really, really cool. But this mm-hmm. music is, it's different. It's kind of really passive, almost just atmospheric, but it's not Brian Eno atmospheric. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's organic. It's got woodwind and flutes and clarinets. And then if you let that playlist, playlist run, they start introducing white noise and, um, or white noise elements of rainforest and, and rain and wind and stuff. And then by yeah. the time you get sort of two thirds to the playlist, it's then just rainforest. So you've got this beautiful arc, this transition of beautiful, calming music, and it transitions into that after about 45 minutes to an hour or something. Well, that, that sounds itself, really cool. Yeah, that, that is also coupled with the nightlight, the beat up crater nightlight. Like that's the two have been really effective together. So, what, is that a podcast? Is that she? Yeah, does well, this? she does a podcast, and then um, we're going to have to tag her now because we're giving a huge shout out. No, to be and fair, then we get she, me something. <laughs> she was the one that said like her routine was six fifteen. Doesn't matter. That's when bath gets run. You go up for a bath. She has this routine. I remember, like, 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 because she did. What was the program? What's in the bag? What could it be? What's in yeah. the bag? It's um, yeah. um baby ah oh, the TV program and it's like toddler time basically and you sit around they all sit around and um but yeah it's a group that you'd go to, isn't it? But you're yeah. kind of watching it on television. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's she's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um and so is her husband. I, I think he's 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 genius with the uh, Yeah, they're, they're, they're a great, great couple, very talented. And I think like yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, the playlist is just a Spotify playlist, but of course, you know, it's just, she's got a number of child related things on multiple platforms and stuff, but uh, yeah, I would highly recommend it. It's very, very good. And, and beautiful yeah, I'll be intrigued to listen to that. Yeah. That, the thing we were just talking about with the, with the music and the kind of goes through stages. Yeah. I mean, cause we, 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 the other thing is a Bluetooth speaker. We have a Bluetooth speaker in their room, had it since you know uh, before they were born um and that is part of the routine is that we will use lullaby i've mentioned before is yes i bought when when first was going to be a dad i bought loads of cds of lullaby versions of like david bowie blur and and and, you know foo fighters and and cd i don't know what it does anymore right i know this is a podcast but look to my left you see all this wait a minute i know you've got racks and racks of cds i love it yeah i know I i'm I actually quite impressed and I, I i admire that you're sticking to the cases i mean i have a number of cds but they're all just in one big fat wallet thing now yeah, uh, yeah, the cases. yeah I, that's, that's admirable I, 
I love my CDs. I love them. I mean, like I could do. John a whole is currently about- stroking his CDs. Yeah, they. they- <laughs> <laughs> I actually was. That's the that's the worry thing. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but yeah. So, but yeah. So I bought all these different CDs, getting so excited. I think I spent like seventy quid on different lullabies. Oh, <laughs> just, well, you know, when you're first going to be a dad, you know, you're like, it's yeah, so yeah. exciting. And this it's a whole world of things that you can spend your money on, you know, and 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 you just want everything to be perfect for your child, and you want to be the best dad you can possibly be, and blah blah. Anyway. So I, as I say, so I got all these really cool, like lullaby versions, you know, as I say, there's Depeche Mode, there was, um, you know, Foo Fighters, David Bowie, and, and then I got Adele because Sylvie likes Adele. Mm-hmm. And literally the ba- like Fox when he's a baby, the only one he actually liked was Adele. And we still play it now. Foxy's going to be turning six in a couple of weeks' time. And I, so, and I've mentioned this before, but I have sat and listened to Adele every night, the lullaby version of Adele, uh, you know, um, for almost six years now. Um, I'm pretty sure you've referenced that before as well. That, that, yeah, hatred I, I have, for, I have. For Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, I don't. She's terrific. I love Adele. You know, I, Hat off, you know. She's she, you know. I I don't I don't hate it, but but, you know. but it's it's lovely. I know we're, we're. I don't think we're going off piece. We're sort of we're skiing parallel to to the topic really at the minute. <laughs> John is currently choking on his drink. Um, but it's you know technology there has brought upon um the seed of a memory that that uh the fox is just going to hold with him. Forever and ever, like it's yeah. brought upon him. It's brought upon him a song that he'll be like, "Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember yeah, that that's song true. from that person." Yeah. And then you know that'll then come on again in 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 ten twenty years when we're getting on a bit. And yeah. um, <laughs> that's a scary thought. Well, there's another pod age. Let's talk about that. <laughs> be the most I'd depressing one ever. Um, <laughs> but but it's brought upon you know that came from technology that came from something that was used to try and improve yeah. some efficiency somewhere. And, you know, it creates quite a, quite a beautiful moment, you know? Yeah. I had, um, I had, uh, a couple of months ago, my, 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 uh, mum's husband, um, he came down, they came down to mum came down to visit and they had an old keyboard. Um, and that they like they had and they weren't using, you know, it was one of the things where they purchased it, they were gonna learn he was gonna learn to play the piano or and then it just, you know, didn't take to it, what have you, and said, Would you like a keyboard for the boys? But, you know, it's a keyboard, you know, it's it's like six octave sort of sort of mid sized keys, you know. So it's ideal to be honest, for, for for young young, you know, children. Anyway. Yeah. And so what we did is we plonked it um sort of the walkway by the kitchen if you like um so that's it's not in the hallway but it's like in sort of an area where you'd walk through anyway so it's kind of like in this sort of the center centerish of the house and so that so the basically the children can just walk by and just have a play on it if they want to if that makes sense mm-hmm. and it was really interesting it's like over christmas and new year um there was they were, they were playing it a lot you know just every now and again you just hear them they'll just go over take themselves off and just go to the keyboard switch it on and just start playing things you said you know like it, it, and at first it was just bang 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 or seeing what sounds they were could make or what have you but you can see you know they try like fox this last weekend he just put it on and he he's just did like a four note melody 
and and he was saying, "Mum, mummy, can you hear this? Hear this? Hear this beat that I've made?" And and Sylvia was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's that's called a melody, you know." But like, but it's just those sort of thing. Just the, and it's lovely because because it's technology, you can change it, and so it starts doing all like like late eighties sample sounds, you know, like on the keyboard, you know, like yeah, you know, but then obviously, then you know, drum sounds and what have you. But it's a really, it's like a step up from the toys that you get, you know, the 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 cheap toys you get that are like you know a, a three pad drum kit or or do you know what I mean? That but it, it um for you know for for a, a, a one-year-old so this is like a step up but it's really nice and like it's got it's it's versatile enough to they can even trigger to have a drum beat on it and then they can start playing along with it so and it's and it's it's been a really nice thing to have in the house like they just as i say like they just come back to it every now and again both of them at different times will just come back and just start just experimenting on it and that's a really mm. nice little thing to have you know like yeah cheap a cheap keyboard you know that just got yeah, given to you, us you so. don't you don't need crazy expensive things sometimes it, you know right. if, if you're just looking to kind of again plant that seed and allow a child to kind of approach this object and and if it makes noises when they press it they're like ah oh, that's interesting and it just it bleeds into their curiosity doesn't it kids are very curious if they see a new thing they'll be like oh what's that and i think like what's also nice about those sorts of things is um it, if it's not made a big deal of like for example, yeah. you know, it doesn't need to be a birthday or Christmas. You know, um, if if you came if if that came in into the household and it just appeared the next day, and then just don't make a big thing of it and just see where they kind of go because kids, as I say, yeah. they'll approach these things and just start making noise. And again, you don't know what, where, or what that might lead to. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been quite surprised again, much like the SNES Mini. I mean, being being a gamer and being a, someone who plays piano himself. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think my neighbours are going to listen to this pod, but th- they're a big reason as to why the piano doesn't get played as much as it should do. Um, <laughs> they knocked on the wall once. I was playing a beautiful song. It was a beautiful Elton <laughs> John piano number, and they knocked on the wall. <laughs> and it was Saturday at 4pm. And it's like, yeah, well, that's unnecessary. Yeah, come that, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, they, I've got this new rule. I used to do it with, um, when I used to work, and I'm going way off piece now, but here's an interesting story. I used to work in a music shop, and whenever someone uh, was, I don't know, a bit a bit rude or something to to one of the staff members, I'd play the sort of um, the funeral march on a ukulele, and it's just <laughs> it's like dun 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 dun. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to start hammering the low register whenever they knock on the wall, if you know, just to really kind of get to them. Anyway, hello, Paul, if you're listening, and um, but yeah, we've been quite somewhat casual with that as well um mm-hmm. the kids have had keyboards they've got a whole bunch of stuff and they make a lot of noise they love it like if i if i do break out my ukulele and they'll th- arlo was very quick to kind of get the drums and get other bits and pieces yeah. and he'll kind of want to join in but we haven't again much like technology generally we're kind of on the fence it's like well let's instead of sort of just allowing kids to just kind of gather make noise and just and sounds terrible saying just and just have fun which is what it is, but it's like yeah. I think there's there's a steering now to sort of maybe mm-hmm. sort of uh, uh, manipulate a little bit. Maybe ma- manipulate is not the right word, but you know what I mean. It's just kind of like yeah. divert it down some some potentially healthy channels. I guess is what I'm trying mm. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's the thing is is that they'll find their way. They'll find they'll 
whatever will pique their interest i always and i always think this is if, if there's anything that they've shown an interest in i'll try to facilitate that i'll try and fan those flames until yeah. until they've moved on and it maybe that's just it may be a fox thing it may be just that fox gets really into something for a, for a month or two months and then he moves on to the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing but at that point when he's got an interest i'm i i will always try to encourage and see where it goes until he loses his interest and then he moves on to the next thing if that makes sense um mm. so like you i don't try and I, I i i try not to have any sort of agenda of what i'm into joe i want them to be you know um yeah, into yeah. i mean it's like it's like we we're talking about like what we get for fox's birthday and uh you know i mean that we've uh, Fox won't be listening to this, so I'm all right to say it. But you know, we've got Minecraft for him for the Switch. Like that's like, yeah, that's that could be yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know about it. He, he doesn't mm. know about Minecraft yet. So that's that's. Um, so yeah, so we'll be opening that world up to him. But I was like saying, I want him to get something like physical. I was like, get him a drum kit. Let's get him a drum kit. And I was looking at the drum kits, going, okay. So that's quite a purchase. Like, I'm like, is this going to be you know, like, you know, you can spend twenty and money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, you can spend twenty quid on something, but that's just pointless. You know, if you're going to do it, do it properly. And, and then I was like, okay, so that is a hundred pounds, really minimum spend for a a, a, a child's size, but proper drum kit anyway yeah. and sylvia was like oh i don't know john i don't know and i'm like oh, but fox he's constantly banging he's constantly using a spoon like a like a drumstick on the table and all this sort of stuff and um and so i just asked him i was like what do you want for your birthday and he's like oh, i don't know i was like you know what, what you know what would you like and he said i want a robot and i was like okay right okay um i didn't tell you the story about oh I didn't tell you the story about the the letter we wrote to um, to the science museum in London, did I? No. So Fox, and this is going back a year or two ago now, and then probably about a year ago, uh, he he said he wanted to he wanted to uh, get a robot to help people. He wants to have a robot. Yeah. Well, yeah, he goes. I want to get a robot to help people. I think he may have just seen Big Hero Six. Just <laughs> yeah, I'm hazarding again. <laughs> But he wants to have. He wants to. He wants to get a robot to to help people. So what we did was we wrote. Uh, we got him to write a letter and we sent it to the science museum in London. And about six months later, we got a letter back. Saying, no way. Yeah, and and I think we got Fox to draw a picture of a robot and stuff like that. And they sent a they sent a a lovely letter back. I can't remember. We've got it pinned on the fridge. But basically, it's a lovely letter that's sort of um, just saying, oh, yeah. But basically um because we basically said that it was like the robot factory or so you know what i mean like i can't remember how we put it but basically they were just saying oh it'll be lovely to see you come to the science museum come to our museum and we'll be able to show you all the robots and this that and the other and um you know maybe one day you'll you'll make a robot that you know does this that, and the other. do you know what i mean but it was just a lovely lovely personalized mm -hmm. letter from the science museum which we were blown away by yeah. um and so anyway so he um yeah, so he's still got his thing about robots. So, like, he ended up getting a robot Pikachu for Christmas. And I knew, it, and it was it was one of those things that before we bought it, I knew what was going to happen. He'd seen it on an advert on TV, and he was like, oh, robot Pikachu? Oh, my. You know, like, literally. <laughs> and so, 
Yeah. And so for Christmas, it was amazing. Like that was his world, you know. And then about a week later, when he realized it only does like three or four things, he was like, yeah, okay, I'm done now. Was, was um, this Hot Wheels part two? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly uh, that. It's, you know, but um, <laughs> what I have looked at doing is um, he said he wants a robot. And I was looking, doing some research, and you can get robots that are for teaching the principles of coding. Mm. So, like, you can get a robot where you give you can so you can give it give it basically um, give it instructions to do things like go forward, left, forward, right, and it can take up to 150 instructions, and then it will then act out your instructions. And it's even done with cards. It's got like camera, so you can show cards to it and give it instructions through cards. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and like that sort of robot, that's the sort of thing that he can like have fun with do you know what i mean like it's does that make sense like the stuff that he can do it like i remember now i could get this wrong but i remember when i was about six i was given a 80s toy called tank tracks i think it was tank tracks and it was like this futuristic um tank that you could have a trailer put on the back and the advert and it had a like a a number panel on the top where you put, you could put left, you had a directional arrows and numbers. So you could go forward five, left two, forward five. And so you could program it to take a route through the house. And the TV advert was a boy would like set, program this, this tank tracks through to go to the armchair where his dad was sitting and his, give him a newspaper or something like that. I don't know, something naff like that. But I remember that being as a child going, it was the, cool thing it was this slow sort of robotic tank but i could program it and work out how to program it to navigate the furniture in the house and get through the room so and i was thinking this could scratch that same itch and i know as a child that i really responded to that because like because it's trial and error you're trying to navigate it through you know work out Mm -hmm. program a path to get through yeah so anyway, so that's something I'm considering considering doing. I've totally gone off on a tangent. The original was well, I I was expecting him. I suggested the drum kit, and he was like, "Nah, nah, oh, a robot." I was like, "Sure, you don't want a drum kit? Uh, a robot? Oh, okay, all right. I'll give up on the drum kit idea. That's fine." <laughs> you okay. you wait until the latest the latest thing is a robot drum kit, and then everything yeah. is just going to implode <laughs> on itself. <laughs> it's funny you mention that. I remember. <clears throat> and we'll, we'll sort of wrap up shortly. But like, I remember um, in primary school, we had, ah, uh, it might have been the same thing, but it wasn't a tank. It wasn't the shape of a tank. It was like, basically like a big, uh, a big smarty. Like, you know, imagine sort of a flat circle, the, sh- okay. the, the shape of a smarty. But like imagine- the robot vacuums you get now. Yeah, kind of. Uh, and this was probably maybe a, a foot by a foot in a circle sort of thing. And yeah. that was the same thing. You certainly couldn't program it, you know, um, in and around your front room, but it could certainly go like six feet forward, two to the left. It can turn around, it could rotate, go backwards, forwards. It was really kind of basic. But I remember that as well. I haven't thought about that for years. Mm. And whenever we'd, in, in the classroom, whatever we were doing on that day, there'd be like different things going on in each corner of the room. And then you'd sort of rotate around and do each thing. And everyone was just like aching to get to this like turtle <laughs> robot thing in the corner on on the reading space on the mat and um that was yeah that that certainly planted a seed like i'm you know i'm no programmer but like it it was just an introduction to something Mm -hmm. more than action figures and you know i love action figures but like you know it was something more than that but i guess like to wrap up it's 
you know what what you're doing with with kids and technology you're you do like everything as a parent you're doing your absolute best just to kind of gear them up for life right you're just trying to arm them mm-hmm. with skills and interests and 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 like you said sort of fan something that kind of takes their interests and and, and yeah. give them the confidence to go away and learn and make mistakes and learn some more and then make more mistakes and learn even more you just want to kind of plant that with them and technology can uh, across all of the different types and things and this and that like it's there to aid if you if you design it in such a way yeah you know you've got to design the pathway i guess yeah thanks so much for listening we honestly do value your time your parents or perhaps about to become parents so that time is valuable thank you so much if you fancy it and have been enjoying our episodes we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family all is welcomed and we'll see you soon What was sorry? So, Storybots. What was the theme tune? Because I feel as like I recognise it. Just give me that tune again. Story. No, you're gonna. <laughs> I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. <laughs>